0: All right, Conrad, we are halfway done with our Christmas shopping. Only 87 more gifts to go. Ugh, I'm so tired of this Christmas grind, Jono. I wish we could just ditch our families and head to a place where there's swimming and friendships and bouncy bouncies and delicious sugary crab juice. I think you mean bug juice. Are you talking about a summer camp? You're right! We'll start our own summer camp, but in the winter. A summer in December, if you will. Oh, I see. Like the opposite of a Christmas in July. It's like the opposite of a Christmas in July! Well, that sounds super fun and all, but, I mean, where are we gonna... Get the bug juice? I know. We'll have to raid all the roach motels in town. Wait, bug... no, no, no. This is gonna be the best Christmas summer ever! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Film Fights. I am your fearless host, Jono Rodriguez. And with me, of course, is my palm tree, calm, vree D.D. Ramoni... Karen Carpenter-y from from the Bandy from the band saw E, saw Saw-3, Chris Tucker, Chris Rock, Spiral, spiraling out of control, yo, don't make me get to the yo roll, I'm gonna go to yo-yo, to the bro-bro, bro, Conrad Hartman. Hello, Conrad, how's it going? <laughs> Whew. Uh, I hope there's a fire extinguisher nearby, because Whew. you were spitting some bars that were hot. I felt tepid, but thank you. (laughs) Yeah, well, I uh, have a skin condition that makes it feel hotter than it is. (laughs) Yeah, you are flaking a bit. Can I get you a towel? I'm allergic to towels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I know why you're flaking. I've got towels everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, we should not have built this city on towels. (laughs) No, this apartment's lousy with towels. This... (laughs) Studio apartment studio. It's also towel with louses. That's how we keep the sound out. That's right. Wait, <laughs> we should be trying to keep the sound in. That's why we have so much trouble recording. Oh, my God. It all, it all makes sense. It's like <laughs> that moment in The Sixth Sense when he looked at the door handle and was like, oh, my God, if only I'd used a towel, I'd be alive today. <laughs> <laughs> all these great jokes that we've said just keep flying out the windows because oh we're not keeping the sound in. Here, let me raise up the window here. Hey, you, little uh, kid there who looks like an orphan. Yes, sir. Have you seen any towels or jokes around here? Why, it's Christmas Day. Oh, yes. Well, then go to the store and leave me alone. The one as big as is me? <laughs> <laughs> no. why are you? I think we're having two different conversations. Well, that's great. Now just toss down a gold piece and I'll go buy it for you in it. Oh, I'll toss a piece, all right. Great. Thanks, Mr. Scrooge. I tossed him a um, middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) I tossed him a gold piece, but it was actually one of those chocolates that's wrapped up to look like a gold coin, so they're going to arrest him at the store, one less urchin on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Conrad, what's going on with this podcast? (laughs) So uh, we like to... Take two movies, pit them against one another in a brutal grudge match, and pick one to come out on top terrain to supreme. This week, we're doing something a little different. Those of you who've been listening to the pod for the last couple of years, first of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, you know, normally around this time, we like to do a bunch of Christmas movies. And of course, as you've been following the show, you know we have done a couple of Christmas movies. However, we honestly are just kind of tired of seeing ho-ho-hos everywhere and these, you know, bug-filled pine trees that people drag into their houses and Black Friday stampedes and, you know, uh, uh, computer games that are expensive and (laughs) fancy boots for your dog and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. So today, we are going to be pretending like it's a balmy 80 degrees outside, because it is, and we're (laughs) going to be talking about two- of our favorite summer camp movies. That's right. It's Christmas and, or it's ju- summer and December. <laughs> that's right. July and Christmas. Uh huh. Um, and we have chosen these very popular, very well touted uh, American <laughs> movies. Very current. Yes, very current, yeah. very in. And those critically uh, glamed. Uh, <laughs> that's a word I made up. You like it? <laughs> Movies? It's a very neutral, friendly word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Heavyweights and camp somewhere. I'm just kidding. It's nope, Camp Nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> what? Hmm? Yep, they're very glamorous. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with a fat camp, and then we're going to start with a nothing camp. So I hope that these Camp be features... Oh fill your body with the warmth of summer and the taste of sweet bologna sandwiches that have been sitting out at high summer temperatures for an hour made with hatred by a camp cafeteria person. Those are real, right? Uh, Yeah. Wait, a camp cafeteria person? And that you're washing them down with a nice big glass of warm lake Tapawaki milk water. Well, I mean that's my favorite thing about camp is that delicious lake water. It comes right, uh, the milky, the, lake yeah, water. The, the milky lake. Yeah, uh, milky lake lake water, mm-hmm. lake milk. Yeah, <laughs> lake milkawawa. Well, you know why it's called that is because it, uh, this camp happens to be like at the breast, if you if you will, of Earth. <laughs> And we all know Earth is a living, breathing woman. (laughs) That's right. Here at Camp Nipple, we like to remind you that the Earth is our mother, and we reside right upon her bountiful teats. Everyone get your cereal bowls. It's about to erupt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mm, So nestle in for some... (laughs) <laughs> Briny dairy goodness. Ooh. Why is the why is the lake salt water? I don't <laughs> Wait, are you pickling the milk? Mickling <laughs> Milkelink. Oh gosh, I'm I've got milk on the brain. I, I need to go to heavyweights camp. Because of milk being on your brain? I think it's more frying your brain if you've got milk on oh, it. Oh yeah, frying your brain lots of saturated fat. hmm Just yep. like drugs in a pan. Drugs in a pan have a lot of saturated fat? Well, they have a lot of drugs That's in That's why them. you always <laughs> steam your heroin. <laughs> More healthy. Much, much healthier for you. Yeah. Yeah, they're always frying it up in the spoons instead of steaming it. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Come on. That's bake. amateur hour, man. You got to bake to get baked. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Listen, we're adults, all right? You got to you gotta watch those triglycerides. Mm-hmm. They'll get you. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Heavyweights is the ta- tale as old as time about... A chubby kid who's actually not, like, you know, they call it fat camp. Oh, I want to address this off the top. Jono and I will not be fat shaming anyone, and we're not making fun of these kids' weight at all. No. But the premise of this movie is that they are all going to fat camp, and in the movie, they sneak in a bunch of snacks, and there's a scene where they're shoving their face full of candy and stuff, (laughs) so we will make fun of that. But it's not uh, like making fun of their weight... This is one of the weird things I, I think right off the bat about fat camp is like these kids are still growing and developing like they probably won't be fat in a couple of years, some of them maybe, but well, I mean I, I mean well just to be clear, uh there's no such thing as uh, fat camp like that's not how they label it. They label it as like you know body enhancement camp or no that's pl- that's where they train to be plastic surgeons, amateur plastic surgeons. oh right, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, what am I thinking of then? Like, like I'm thinking of, uh, you know, pounds away. Camp. <laughs> no, they disguise it as like pound cake fantasy, or yeah, uh, Twinkie Haven, and then you get there and they're like buckle up, Buttercup. It's time to get on the treadmill. Well, no, that makes sense because uh, the uh, Twinkie fantasy means they're gonna turn you into a Twinkie, like you know. And then in Pound Cake uh, Fantasy, they're taking the pounds from you and making a cake out of it. Why did these both both those names sound like it's a porn camp? <laughs> well, I mean that's why they had to shut it down because you know websites are springing up and it was they thought it was associated. And they're like, oh, we didn't know about the .dot com craze. We forgot to buy the domain. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is very appropriate in the time because this came out in something ninety. Jono, did you ever go to summer camp? No, that's no, that's awful. I went once. Ew. For one week. Which kind? A, there was like so the, many. The worst kind. The computer kind. Church kind. Ah! Yeah, so not only were there no snacks, there was also church. So <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> think about, you know, uh, when you go to church on Sunday, it's every day all day. Right. And now think of that but at a fat camp. <laughs> That's what it was like. Oh, man. Also, they told me I was uh, terrible. Anyway, that's, you know, church game. Uh, so, heavyweights. <laughs> yeah, heavyweights. Uh, we have a colorful uh, group of kids, all, all very different styles of funny, or they think they are. Good, uh, a rare instance of a lot of good child acting. Oh, yeah. Like, like There, there this was a special time when, uh, I mean, even in bad movies like uh, Mr. Nanny to a degree or uh, Skateboard Kid, you know, uh, Little Giants. Is, is Skateboard Kid a real movie? Yeah, they made two of them. Uh, so, <laughs> they made two of them? Yeah, and uh, like, like, like child acting somehow was just like not 100% great in the 90s, but I feel like the record, the track record was better than... It has been before or since, sure. Um, but yeah, every kid in this was like had a nice charm to them, uh, even if it was their only movie. I gotta say, you know, say what you will about Disney, but uh, I do. Th- both of these movies are actually Disney movies. I don't know if you realized that. I, yeah, um, I did. I didn't know that going into our second film. We'll talk about that. But well, Heavyweights is a Heavyweights has the Disney branding. Um, Camp Nowhere yes, yes. is a uh, Hollywood Pictures movie, right. so which is owned a by brand – yeah. I see what you're saying. They get to release uh, through Hollywood Pictures as well as uh, – Buena Vista. Uh, Buena Vista and then um, Trimark, I think. Donkey Dick Pictures, I think. Is Donkey also Dick, yeah. owned by Disney. And uh, and also, you know, uh, Tit Cum Island. Which yeah. They only released one movie, Doesn't which was Island. Doesn't Disney also own uh, Holocaust Deniers Pictures? Dot biz. Well, well, don't ask them that; they'll deny it. <laughs> exactly. Right. You just see the frozen head of Walt Disney, like shaking back and forth, denying. But uh, but that, those were the labels they could uh, push out, like more risque films. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying Camp Nowhere is a, a risky film, but it it you know we'll get to it. We'll, yeah, it was we'll more get more adult to yeah. yeah. Uh, so I I do think that is a factor in heavyweights with the good child acting because say what you will about disney but they do generally have good child acting i don't know what they're doing like they're like punching them in the back in places where it doesn't show on their body and being like you better give me a fucking well, cool well no they just but, they just uh or if they're truly good cultivating youth talent yeah they just knew how to find charisma back then like like you That's know a good point. uh please don't sue us disney it's just jokes <laughs> well i mean they'll get to us eventually, eventually. they're suing everybody yeah um uh, but like, yeah, I think back then, it, you know, and, and not, and I will not go onto a tirade about this. But movies back then, especially for kids and stuff, were had less of a political agenda than it does now. Hmm. Uh, and by which I don't mean literally, like you know, uh, politics. I mean like, you know, oh, we have to, we have to make sure. The right amount of types of people their their language are in the film. We have to make sure the language is right. We have to make sure that it gets watched by like these executives who are like ninety years old and just with their fucking fifty sheet checkmark page. Like back then, it was just like, oh, this kid is funny. Let's put him in the movie and and then maybe fat shame him a little bit because he's okay with it. They don't know that for a fact, but it was back then. Who cares? Well, and and actually, uh, I think you hit on two two really solid points there. One, which is that if you look at this cast, it is naturally diverse. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, yeah. you naturally, cause you've got Keenan Thompson, you've got uh, that kid that was also in mighty ducks. You got the main kid, you got that British tool. You got that little redhead <laughs> dummy or whatever. the Redhead. You got yeah, the, the race of redheads. <laughs> yeah. I just named like three different white actors and two actors of color. But, uh, you know, in the other thing that you said was great too. So <laughs> good to good, good yeah, to have these that kids. Track. Are, these kids are very funny. So this movie starts with uh, school letting out, and it starts off with one of the most common tropes of a summertime movie, which is the last day of school. The kids burst out of the classrooms, and they're like throwing papers everywhere and ripping up their textbooks, and <laughs> you know, peeing on their janitor, and like. <laughs> You know, kicking their teacher in the crotch. And yeah. like, that's not, I don't know about you, but like when school let out for summer when I was a kid, it was like, okay, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> well, I mean, not unless you were bridging the gap, because if it was like your last day uh, in school before going to the next school, then oh. yeah, you you did that. Well, then I was like punching a cop. Yeah. <laughs> overturning a car yeah, that's right i break out the coke at my desk and just start mainlining it <laughs> it's like the end of a world cup um the teacher's like well you know kids will be kids <laughs> please don't kill me they're tied up and being taped for a hostage it's over the head with a bottle and not just like a bottle of coca-cola no a bottle of jim beam or something yeah, that's right they didn't know better okay they couldn't drink good whiskey that- <laughs> I... <laughs> Should have let you have that one. But I took it. Because no, I'm good, fucking it. LeBron James over here and you're Michael Jordan. That's right. Oh he d- wait, no, that's Kobe. Anyway, uh so then uh, you know, he comes home to discover his kid his parents, his kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, well, oh well, back well, from
0: school, Joni and <laughs> Jebby. Because I'm Billy Madison, and I decided to go back to school. <laughs> Did you do your fucking chores? <laughs> I shouldn't have had you when I was six. <laughs> God. And then, uh, oh, they have like the, the montage at the beginning, which, okay, I love a movie that just goes. Totally. Right? No fucking bullshit ass, like, oh, it takes ten minutes for the credits to go by, and then we have to set up the story. No, the story should be set in motion with the action. Sure. And um you let us know everything about the character there right then and there and so like yeah. you see him he gets made fun of cuz he can't throw a baseball over a fence. That's hilarious and I also <laughs> still to this day terrible at throwing a baseball. Not as bad as he is, can't even like toss it like lob it over the <laughs> very like, short it's like he's throwing it... it straight ahead. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he could he could you know granny toss it over there but no. Right I mean, what, if I were the the coach that was witnessing this I'd be like Son, forget about your athletic ability. What's your IQ like? <laughs> I think maybe you're at the wrong school. <laughs> yeah, so it should have been called, uh, you know, weighted smarts maybe. <laughs> <laughs> heavy brains. <laughs> no, that would imply they Oh, were... they're heavy with water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cuz you're when someone says you're dense, you know. Right. Uh, see. What are you dense? Uh, your brain made of lead? hydro something. It is a real hydroplaning? Thing. <laughs> Like you do in your car when it rains. Yeah, it happens in your brain whenever you're, you yeah. know... Doing... Hydro-braining. It's yeah. the same thing. Your brain's slipping <laughs> back and forth because <laughs> of all the water. It can't keep thoughts in It's it. like sloshing around. It's like, how do, how, how do you know if you have that problem? Well, whenever you shake your head no, do you hear kind of a rustling? <laughs> Does it sound like a bartender shaking a drink? <laughs> Does it sound like you're throwing a pork shoulder between your hands really fast? <laughs> does it sound like you're giving a little toddler a bath <laughs> in a sink actually it sounds more like I'm skipping stones oh my god it's worse than we thought yeah. wait so the sound is getting further and further away <laughs> tell me more about this Nathaniel. N- um, what are we talking about? oh yeah, yeah. so uh, the credits of the movie <laughs> so he gets home and he's bombarded by his parents, and they're like, oh, you want to go to fat camp, huh? Huh? Like nudging him. Like We've just idea? been talking to this door-to-door camp salesman. <laughs> Who says, camp is cool. <laughs> yeah, he is that guy. That's yeah. the word kids are using, right? He is uh, a famous actor, and he's been in some Coen Brothers stuff, and he's very it good. It was not William H. Macy. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Nor was it George Clooney. <laughs> Well, I don't think of George Clooney when I think of a famous actor. (laughs) (laughs) I think of him when I think of shitty tequila. (laughs) Yeah, not the Silver Fox, baby. I think of William H. Macy, baby. So then, you know, the cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the cooler, this kid's on the fast track to heavy camp. I don't, I, I'm all heavy him, not you know, fat you, you set it up yourself. He's on the fast track to fat camp. That's right. He's on the fat track, <laughs> the Nordic track. The... <laughs> That's right. All these kids are headed to the Nordic track. It's in the North <laughs> Pole. And then his parents like put him on a plane by himself. Like, how far away is this camp? He's got to fly there. Oh, was he on a plane? That's where he meets Kenan. Oh, that's right. He pops his little head in. And he's like, hey, you going to fat camp? I got to say, love him or hate him, I am like, uh, I love seeing someone like Keenan who, because it's so rare, who goes from being like a child comedic actor all the way to now, like, he's like the longest running member on SNL and he's like, been in a bunch of things and a bunch of shows and it's cool to see someone be a child actor and become successful and not like yeah. destroyed oh, yeah. and chewed it's, up and eaten by the monster, a, you know? It's a rare case and, yeah. and he, he was a natural. And, and, really was, uh, yeah. And it was a shame the same luck couldn't happen for, um, you know, uh, Drake and Josh. You know? They... <laughs> <laughs> they were funny. Okay? That was after my time. You know? And... Uh, <laughs> We're only a couple years apart. But I guess that's I mean, that could be the difference, right? When you're on the crux. That's true. I mean you are older than me, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> you make it seem like oh yeah, John, you were from the iCarly uh phase. That or- was after my, my my bur little brother was watching. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, he was watching uh he was watching The Sweet Life <laughs> Zack oh and God. Cody. <laughs> so then you were watching um you were watching Victorious. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're gauging our ages st- strictly on Disney yeah by shows. then I was watching like Halloween and uh, Friday the Jason and oh Halloween Town that was a good set of movies <laughs> from Disney or Nickelodeon I don't remember so Keenan's like hey going to fat camp huh <laughs> and he's like what no and he's like mm. I look at how uncomfortable you are in these tiny airline seats <laughs> he's like Nah, you're fat, and you're sitting next to somebody who's fat, or something like that. Yeah, it's actually uh, <laughs> kind of a, a sweet bluntness to it when he is like, "Not, nah, nah, man, like because he said he. I think he literally says because you're fat. Yeah, he yeah. Goes, and he, he goes, yeah, I, and he goes, I'm not fat. And he goes, yes, you are. I'm fat too. I'm going to fat camp. Yeah, it said uh, because it's said so plainly and and straight. It like it is a joke, but it's not like a hokey like. Because you're fat <laughs> and he does the jazz hands. It's a sweet uh, kind of moment of connection between them and of self realization for him to be like, Oh, like you're saying like I don't have to be ashamed and and deny right, that yeah, I'm fat. That's... I can just be like, Oh, okay, yeah, I'm I'm kinda of fat. And he's like, Cool. My name's Keenan Thompson or whatever. I'm I'm Camp for, I'm Mr. Camp Friend. <laughs> nice I'm half you. of Keenan and Kel. Uh <laughs> I'm the burger and good burger <laughs> no that that's uh as far as thematically I, I did enjoy that in the movie that like uh they're actually uh i mean unless it was from a you know villain in the movie right there was no like fat shaming and, no. and it was mo- and, and they had this approach that was like they never really said like you know oh I don't care that I'm unhealthy. They weren't playing that angle, but it was right. more just like I'm proud of who I am. You know, totally. like you know, this is how it is. I'm yeah. a child. I know I'm going to shed these pounds when I get older, but right now, give me the spaghettios, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think actually they were they kind of uh, this is probably going a little deeper than this movie really was, but. Like the camp Camp Hope seemed to take more of a natural holistic approach before the evil monster took it over. They were just like, "You know what? These kids are going to come here. We're going to plan their meals. We're going to engage them in physical activities that are fun and you know if they lose a little weight by being more active and eating what we give them, then awesome. Otherwise, if if they don't cool they're going to have a great time and that's the most important thing like, right wow. yeah like that's really i mean i'm not an exercise expert but like that's like kind of how it should work oh absolutely even as adults but the and you know and and here i go again it's it's mr Jono and his logic but i will <laughs> and, and 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 again like you know i i've discussed this before logic will always uh, be pervasive. But if I'm enjoying the movie, I can kind of like say, hey, get out get out, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Logic. I'm enjoying this. Uh, but the logic here was that um, all of these kids, except for uh, Main Fat, was they <laughs> were... They were uh, c- repeat customers for this camp, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the idea is that they keep getting sent there because it's working from a parent's perspective. Otherwise, why would they keep sending them there? Or if they love losing- it so much, right? But like, and that's and that's the thing. They should have. They should have really established that because they do say in the commercial that Pat is in. Which, by the way, he when he said, "I've been coming here for ten years." <laughs> Eighteen years eight well he's been working oh yeah he's been working there for ten years he's been coming there since for eighteen years like when he said that, I almost thought that was an unintentional joke because it felt like a uh like a bad commercial because right, like, he's a substantial he's, man yeah he's yeah. you know he's not he' you he's know, a man of a certain carriage he's certainly. got a girth to him, and so like and he's front and center and it's like yeah that's not gonna sell me on putting my kid there let's talk about pat let's talk about pat the um He, uh, I know this is a Disney film. Yeah. Okay, so you have to take that into account, because if it's a Disney live-action film, uh, you know, the adults will be kind of one of two things. If they're a good guy, they will be kind of dumbed down a little bit, so that they can be friends with kids Yeah, they'll be childified. Childified. There you go. Mm -hmm. They will be childified. (laughs) In this case, especially. (laughs) Yeah. He's frying up those kids uh, mm. and, uh, well, mostly their fingers. He wants those little child fingers. Oh, child fingers with the hunky-dunky sauce. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Mr. Hellraiser will ring you up. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, they'll they'll childify them. <laughs> and then uh, And then the bad guys will be, like, levels of Ursula- villain mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they are just super wacky, and, it, and it's fine, it's fine, you know. I, I understand that, but the problem here is that if Pat, uh, and I'm just gonna skip right to it, if Pat didn't have a love interest, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been so kind of weird because there was, uh, I got Stranger Danger vibes a couple times, yeah. We thought his love interest was uh, Keenan <laughs> <at> first. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because he's got his arm around him and he's like, hey, you ready to go skinny dipping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Again? And he kind of cups. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, he gets Mickey Mouse himself because he puts his tits <laughs> on his head. <laughs> Let's just say this. Uh, if you're a, a previous uh, listener, uh, I wouldn't count on Pat to save me by swimming. <laughs> out to the middle of the lake and helping me out. You know what I mean? I mean, he might help me into a rack of ribs. That's right. And that's, that's actually not a fad joke. That's uh, from uh, Friday the 13th. So go back and listen to it, if you don't understand what I mean. Go back and listen to the movie Friday the 13th. <laughs> go back and listen to the episode we did about Friday the 13th. That's right. Get ready to get homework, Listen, to those <laughs> lovely spectators. Hey, listen. We're not sending you to heavy camp. We're sending you to film camp, and when you go to film camp, you're gonna learn non-facts. You're gonna watch bad movies. <laughs> you're watch bad. So many. Throw out the Criterion collection and throw in the Shaterian selection. <laughs> uh, that is the thing about Disney movies uh, in villains versus good guy grown-up peoples, is that Mister Bad person grown up is like I'm very adult no fun is great and then a uh, good guy grown up is like I just want to have fun and play badminton or whatever they're doing <laughs> wow. like it has bad in the word <laughs> you can't I want to drive fun carts and uh, <laughs> not go carts. and I want to swim in, and I want to jump on the go blob and you know that's, oh, yeah. that's the difference. And so I think that we're creeped out by adults that want fun because uh, being adult, an adult is so fucking boring all the time. <laughs> and we see these grown ups like Pat who are like, are you ready for the best damn sum of your, summer of your life? And I'd be like, God, your enthusiasm is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't relate uh, either because uh, I was never surrounded by those uh, types of adults. I was surrounded by the villain adults who were just wacky. And- yeah, because that's what most adults are like. <laughs> <laughs> most of them aren't Pat and that's why we think it's weird because actually like he was fucking awesome like with the kids in this movie oh yeah yeah, yeah. So I, I'm right. not trying to, yeah I, I want to be clear that I'm not trying to like derail that you know he was uh, you know negligent or anything like that I I do believe the chemistry with him and the kids oh, was absolutely. very genuine and, and it was like oh yeah he's he's really cool hey, it's just jokes but I mean, you know when he's like you know coming to coming to my basement area <laughs> I'm looking for a uh, I'm looking for some candy. <laughs> well, John had a very different experience watching this. Oh, you didn't watch the director's cut. <laughs> so here they are. They're having a great first day and you know, um, main <laughs> main kid, <laughs> yeah, main kid <laughs> is meeting all uh the secondary friends mm-hmm. and the, they are also ample and not in not just size but friendship. Yes, that's what we meant, and uh, you know, there's the one kid that talks like he's a mob boss all the time. Oh my God, I loved him so much. He's so good. <laughs> he's in Mighty Ducks, also. Yeah, his his, um, uh, and you could see that kind of naturally happening because uh, you know maybe the director is like, hey, you know, you're like, they all look up to you. You've been co- you probably of the kids have been coming here the longest, and you're like the leader. And He's like, yeah, I am the leader, and he's like totally owns it, and it's awesome. And he's he, like, you know, you're going to shave even though you're like 11 years old and your that, face looks like the same as your bottom. <laughs> well, because he's got to like send that message to the other kids. Like, hey, seriously, you see this? I'm shaving. That equals mind your place. Don't worry. I'm going to give you Snickers. That's why I like to shave in front of my dog to remind him who's boss. <laughs> yeah. You see this, Eddie? That's right classic alpha move just remember you're covered in hair i never shave you and you never certainly never shave yourself you, have you don't to- even have opposable thumbs you fucking little canine prick <laughs> he's got to sit there and take it he's got he's got to hey you know what he may not understand exactly what i'm saying but I'm pretty sure he gets it however if you know he starts like Rubbing too hard on a tree or starts biting his hair out. So I'm just saying, if you ever see a bald spot on him, you better watch out. Hey, is the lion the king of the jungle or not? Yes. Does <laughs> the lion clearly have a maintained haircut? A main. Tained. Thank you. Well, his taint might have a mane, a little mini mane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gives himself a Brazilian a little landing strip. Leads yeah. to his weird cat penis. Well when well, you know, he's gonna spoil yourself sometimes. But listen, you know that ring of hair? <laughs> baby, that doesn't happen naturally. That he's he's <laughs> gathering the rest of the animals and looking in the mirror and shaving while he's like, So, what's new in the jungle? <laughs> so the kids. Yes, back to the kids. Their assembly, their first day at camp. Mm-hmm. They're about to meet their benevolent camp owners. This is the most we've like actually gone through sequentially a, a movie in a while. Yeah, we got to wrap up soon. <laughs> well, anyway, Jerry Stiller owns the camp, and then he's like, oh, no, I had to sell it to Ben Stiller, my son, <laughs> who's not my son in the movie. No. And Ben Stiller's like, crazy exercise guy, Tony Perkis, and he's going to Perkisize everybody. That's right. Uh, and he his his overacting is wonderful as usual. Yep. Uh, very funny. Very uh- God, in that body. Yeah, he he made sure to let everyone know, hey, comedians can look ripped. As long as their face is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure someone someone likes that. <laughs> yeah, he was married to Marcia Brady and then they broke up. Oh my up. god, that's right. Yeah. Uh. So here's the deal. I need to address this. If I address nothing else about this movie, this is this needs to be addressed. Everyone follow me for just a second down movie lane. <laughs> Tony Perkis, played by Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. is a fitness obsessed. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this. He's a fitness obsessed uh, person. And he's very crazy about fitness. And he says he used to be super fat. He used to be over th- the, his words. Yeah. Uh, ish. And he was like, I was over 300 pounds and I was gross. And- when he was 12. <laughs> yeah. And my mom hated me. And so she died. And here I am now, the beautiful man you see before you. And then at the end of the movie, you know, they turn him into super villain by locking him in an electrified fence and and stuff uh, and trapping him because the kids hate him because they can't eat their little sweet snacks. And that makes them really mad because sugar's an addiction. And then he gets carted off because his dad is the real money behind the operation. He gets carted off. Now, If you go back and watch the absolute banger classic, Dodgeball. Debatable. Ben Stiller plays another character by a different name, whose name escapes me right now, who runs and owns Globo Gym. And he is fitness obsessed. He overacts. He's got a big, like, smiley personality. He's obsessed with food. In, like, uh, behind closed doors, because he used to be super fat, and he becomes super fat again at the end of the movie. And he's become very successful, but where'd that seed money come from? It came from his dad, because he's the same character as heavyweights. He changed his name because the Mm. system caused him to be disgraced because he was mean to kids and making them exercise and lose weight, which is very mean and stuff, I guess. And... I'm just saying, I think he's the same character, but um, with, a, with a new name to distance himself I mean, from his camp past. That uh, that definitely sounds plausible, but we also have to remember that Ben Stiller is a bad actor, and it's possible he's just doing the same shtick. Actually, the way the characters act is different, but I think that makes sense because the movies are like 20 years apart. 10, I mean, 10, 10 years about 10 apart years about apart, yeah. 10 15 years apart cuz i mean you could you could argue that uh david spade's character from tommy boy is the same in black sheep, no, and he like changed totally his different name. situation because he's, he's just a sarcastic. And then Chris Farley friend. is also the same character, but he's got amnesia or something. Oh yeah, that makes sense because he's like, oh yeah, I have <laughs> no, a brother uh, <laughs> who's a governor. Oh, it was all a plot from the bad senator. She like found him in a hovel and was like convinced this guy Tim Matheson. Hey, this is your shitty brother. <laughs> uh yeah, so he's really mean. He makes the kids exercise and they do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> They're at Fat Camp, yeah. and he and his buddy Lars... Oh, yes, that's right, Lars. Uh, I wouldn't say it was his buddy, it was like his minion, the, you know? Well, you know, you. well, if you have minions, you consider them to be friends, they don't consider you to be a friend, because you're probably... Lo- it's only at the top. Oh, well, I mean, in his case, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved uh, Lars. Uh, he's a character actor. I've seen him in at least one other movie, but uh, he's great. Now, I... Love a, a, I love a solid like especially in like a movie of this caliber I love a solid bad guy coming to the good guy side like one of my favorites uh, examples is um, NERDS uh, Revenge of the Nerds when uh, when uh Bert Bruff what's his name Bur- Brutus keep going uh, you got gr- it Grunch <laughs> Brutus <Burdus> Grunch <laughs> when Bertus Grunch. Is like, oh, there's, you know, and, uh, and he's a great character actor, too. But like seeing him at the end with the fucking taped glasses and he's drinking from the punch bowl. And he's like, Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. I love it. And uh, and that's what Lars did, because he was like, oh, no, no meatloaf for you, little child. Uh, that was a great German accent. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And then he comes to the children's side and says, Oh, no more exercising for you, little boy. Only meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf for all. And uh, then he starts playing, I'd do anything for love. <laughs> and then he's like, that is just my little joking with you. And then everyone's like, what are you talking t- The song hasn't come out yet. It actually did. Actually. <laughs> yeah, he starts playing Fight Club. <laughs> guest starring guest starring guest starring. starring Meatloaf you gotta I like, get the credits you know it's like Edward Furlong I'm sorry <laughs> it's an all food movie you got uh, Toad in a burrito or Bullfrog in a burrito next to just not Meatloaf the singer the late singer an actual meatloaf an actual slab of Meatloaf yeah mmm that's, that's a good lineup <laughs> Lars also has a, a very funny moment towards the beginning where he's like uh he joins the he's sleeping in the chipmunk cabin and he says i have a deviated septum and when i'm sleeping i make a horrible noise do not be alarmed i am fine <laughs> yeah. and his delivery is so fucking funny yeah <laughs> like I, I and i love that the the gag that it, it's, it's 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 turned around where it's just like don't worry I'm fine. Like, like, not even like, you know. Oh, you know, just mind the noise. He's, he doesn't even give a shit. Yeah, not like, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I'm not trying to keep you up. I can't help it. It's uh, don't worry about me. Yeah, don't wake me up. Yeah, don't. If you wake me up, I swear to God, you will do even more exercising and have even less meatloaf tomorrow. And you will wear less clothes while you exercise. <laughs> and I will videotape mm. it. Lars is also kind of, like, hinting towards him being a good guy, even though the, the the dance was designed to humiliate them, even though it was just literally a dance with girls, and all it took was someone starting the dance. It just took oh, yeah. Paul Feig. Paul Feig, dancing. he's in this movie, that's, that's right. right. He should have stayed an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he was very funny. And, no, he was. And was that's he was what good. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he, he wanted to work more behind the camera, and it's like, nah, you know, you're you're fine. all right in front of it, and I wouldn't even put you in a starring role. But yeah, right, you are. Just stay in your lane. You're a great supporting yeah. actor. Stay in the right lane. Yeah, you're, where you're like about to exit, but not quite. Exactly. You're a great Curtis Armstrong. You know what I mean? I don't know who that is. And you're like exactly, exactly. <laughs> he played the character who was a student of the. Heavyweight arts and graduated to (laughs) to sveltness, and yeah, and he started the whole dance with everybody. And while everyone's dancing together and no one's being humiliated, Lars is up there at the DJ booth doing his weird like German fucking techno. Yeah, he's playing Kraftwerk and (laughs) yeah, and like old Nazi speeches, (laughs) but it's like to a beat. He's playing Rammstein. It's to the to the uh, marching beat of, you know? This song is called Step Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony Perkis gets what's coming to him. They catch him in a Tony trap after he makes him do a 20-mile hike. Now, I will say, that is like an insane Oh, hike. yeah. <laughs> so like every movie that's ever happened, well, actually... Maybe not every movie. Most movies have an ending. <laughs> as long as they weren't written by Stephen <laughs> King, they usually have an ending. Yeah, or uh, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> uh, so, this this one had a Apache relay race. First of all, offensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only offensive if they were in uh, Apache gear, which uh, we know would not be authentic because um, there's no way they would oh, yeah, spend- they definitely weren't wearing offensively stereotypical <laughs> outfits with leather fringe and one single <laughs> feather on their headband. Well, it wouldn't have been um, time-appropriate anyway, you know? Period-perfect. Uh, period, appro- period perfect. It wouldn't have been part of the periods. Yeah, they should have dressed like casino owners if they wanted to dress like a fat <laughs> So like most movies, <laughs> this one had an ending. <laughs> the Apache Relay Race, my That's friend. Right. An annual tradition. An annual tradition in which they lose every time. They've lost the last 39 years. Because they're putting fat, cap, fat camp against sports camp. <laughs> That's like yeah, having that a no math sense. competition with accountant camp versus fat camp. <laughs> <laughs> or like a drug Olympics with straight edgers. Yeah, Pat's like, next year, pie-eating contest. We got your ass <laughs> oh, on this yeah. one. See, yeah, they should have done that. They should have mixed it up. Um, but they win the relay race, which is impossible. But it also feels very tacked on from a uh, screenplay. Totally unnecessary. Point of view because like it, it felt like everything was culminating in uh, Anthony Perkis uh, getting... <laughs> Booted, and right? I guess his full name would be Anthony. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, like that's the end of the movie. And then it's like, and then they pull a uh, the dark night on you and go, Nope, there's still another half hour. <laughs> 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 and uh, and yeah, it's like, oh, we have this race. And like I even then it's you kind of feel like, oh, who cares? I think they mentioned this once in the movie. And the stakes they didn't build on the stakes of them winning the race. They built mm. on the stakes of getting rid of <laughs> <laughs> Pat's like, wait, did you say we're building stakes? <laughs> we're building stakes. <sighs> Remember when they were hunting when they were running after the cows? Why were there cows at camp? <laughs> dude. I that like made me like borderline angry because it was so unnecessary. Was, but <laughs> Yeah, they like the kids sneak off camp to chase a cow because they're so hungry they're going to like turn it into burgers or something? <laughs> That's like Wimpy running around with a meat grinder. <laughs> like, oh my what, God, what are it. you going to do when you catch it? <laughs> they're just going to club this cow. He's death, just going to grind its flesh <laughs> on its body. No, they're running after the forks tonight. They're going to eat it like God. as is. Hey, man, say what you will about the Percis system, but if those kids are... <laughs> So in dire need of calories that they are chasing live cows. Hey, you know what? You don't know what it's like. You've never gone cold turkey on candy before. That's yeah, true. They're trying to go cold cow right now. <laughs> We're going to try to eat it cold. Um, so they win the race. but And it was like, well, yeah, of course. Who cares? It was like the last five minutes of the movie. And then Pat kisses the nurse. And you're like, oh. Yeah, like, they kind of had, like, a little flirtation, but he, like, grabs her and maws her down. I would have liked it if he's kissing her and she pushes him away and goes, "Ooh, what the fuck? <laughs> We're co-workers. That's super inappropriate, bro. <laughs> Calling HR. Well, HR just got fired from the camp, baby. Tony Perkis' system is going in the uh, to his dad's house because his dad saved him. Uh, I think my favorite thing is that... Uh, what did they do different to win the Apache Relay this year than other years, John? I don't remember. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, they had to do something. Like They were like, oh, I'm really good at eating, so I'm going <laughs> to use my jaw to bike. <laughs> I'm really good at running my mouth. So I'm going to use my teeth to run. <laughs> like one of the kids, all of a sudden, was great at like art history, which was part of the relay, and like yeah. that's how they got ahead. And then Keenan was like, "I'm good at throwing a football." Oh yeah. And then uh, mob mouth bossy kid was like good at shaving the balloon because that was part of the relay. But he said he had been shaving since he was 11, so like this is the first time he was good enough to. Um, well, when he says he was shaving since he was eleven, he means like nonstop <laughs> been, like every moment he wasn't on screen, he was shaving. I came here to do two things: eat junk food and shave, and I'm all out of junk food. <laughs> come here, Nathaniel, come here I'm gonna shave this cow. <laughs> It should be noted, too, that the cover of this on Disney Plus has them holding up the Apache Relay <laughs> trophy that they'd never won before. So, uh, Yeah, so spoilers. They're like, look, you don't have to watch the last 20 minutes. J- they win, okay? They, they win. I mean, you know, it's treated that way in the movie because it's like, oh, yeah, and they win because it's on the poster. We forgot it was on the poster. We have to be like, oh, they won a race. There, go. Do you think Paul Feig is looking back on this and being like, you know, I should make a female reboot of this? <laughs> Well, Jono, now it's time to go back to a time that's right before the time we were talking about with Camp Nowhere. But it's somewhere in our hearts and minds. One year before Heavyweights came out, this great movie about Christopher Lloyd letting kids leave their parents and run amok came out. What? <laughs> we're talking about Camp Nowhere. Oh, right. Camp Nowhere. Yes. Camp Nowhere with uh, with Doc and uh, Little Boy. It's your camp, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Ned Flanders' son... (laughs) (laughs) Ned Flanders Uh, keeps trying to talk his son into going to uh, camp... Computers. um, (laughs) Camp computer walk. He's like, listen, son, I know that I'm not with it. As soon as someone (laughs) says something like that, you're like, like, yeah, I... Yeah. You're the- about to say something that's really not with it. <laughs> now Sean, I know I'm not with it and I've never had sex. <laughs> <laughs> but he had to have <laughs> yeah, That's a cuckold situation for sure. <laughs> I've never had traditional sex. I did have what your mommy calls birthing sex, which is where we go to the clinic. I am put to sleep and they extract it. And I wake up and your mom has had sex. And I say, boy, howdy, am I hungry? And then we go out for a nice slice of pie. No ice cream on top. It's very fattening. Anyway, but uh, I think that you have lots of, in the kid's like, yes, potential. I know, Dad. You keep boosting me up with positivity, trying to make me a productive <laughs> adult, and I hate it. Yeah, kids really didn't know how good they had it back then. And they really didn't. His his dad was like, yeah, I want you to go to computer camp so that you can be successful. And the kid's like, oh, my dad sucks. I hate going to computer camp. I hate being spent money on yeah. Anyway, son, why don't we take a look around the mall and see what you want Oh, you get off my back I'll get you any toy in the mall Oh, just one You know you're not my real dad, right? You literally just told me you never asked You sense. just told me you're not my dad Now that is not what I told you <laughs> I'm just not your dad in the biblical sense. (laughs) What does that even mean? That means that he impregnated your mom with himself and then died to save you from himself. (laughs) Yeah, so computer camp seems like it sucks. And, you know, he sees uh, Doc Brown, the Mm -hmm. disgraced nuclear physicist. Hawking fake easy cheese at the mall. It's low in cholesterol, and don't worry, it goes great with this whole raw fish. Well, we know the, uh, the literally what what happened, but I, I summed it up. But the, he says all those. Yeah, things. he does. And uh, and we all grew up with the uh, cheese whiz craze of the nineties, mm-hmm. and but I don't remember there being like a uh, a. Whole fish flavored cheese. Whiz. I also don't remember Easy Cheese having a brick and mortar shop. Inside <laughs> the mall. I didn't realize what? their profit margin was that high. Well, yeah, they have the cans, but they also have like wheels of cheese. So it's like it's not processed. You're yes, using real cheese. That's the difficult cheese. The rest of it is the easy cheese. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear how I uh, how that laugh came out of me? Like I was trying to start a mower, and it was like no. Yeah, it came out like you'd been eating too much easy cheese. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying blocking to get that mower. Blocking you still trying to get it going. It's all right. Well, kid's talking to his friends, and his other friends are like, oh, okay, so the nerd girl love interest is like, my parents keep sending me to heavyweights. <laughs> Camp. Yeah, I, that okay. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, so each friend uh, they each are being forced to go to a specific camp. Uh, we have uh, nerdlinger who's going to computer <laughs> camp. We have drama girl going to drama camp. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, hot stuff going to uh, military camp. Oh, you met the boy. Like you said hot stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, that pause uh, you know, might have seemed because a little... they're like 13. That's probably better. Well, well I don't no, know. He I was it's he was built as the hot stuff of the group, right? Yeah. And then you had um, geek girl who was being sent to uh bat camp, which like she was perfectly normal that made the m- most yeah that, that that was the most bonkers choice because it's like oh all of these characters are fitting into an archetype but oh she's it, not it, heavy is it because she's wearing baggy clothes that they're trying to fool you into thinking that oh she's a tub you know? <laughs> <laughs> or or is it or is there some kind of like mind games level of abuse that those parents are putting her yeah, through yeah even worse because the yeah. mom is no holiday ham herself you know <laughs> Which Wait, means holiday hams are fatty. Not a lean one. <laughs> 98%. You a holiday clam. That's much lower in cholesterol. They're just like a well, glob of protein. She needed to clam up. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, which she didn't when she ate the uh, poisoned brownie that uh, Richard Simmons, Christopher Lloyd fed her. Oh, that had raw liver paste in it? Yeah. To try and Yeah, so Chris really goes around to each of their parents and he's like Now I'm a fitness instructor and now I'm I'll stop doing it. Uh, <laughs> and then now I'm I'm a military man and now I'm I'm a drama man I'm, from <laughs> Europe. And now I'm computer guy. And to be fair, like he should have been leading a drama camp because that was really impressive. Did it? it? Well, I mean he was a drama changed. teacher yeah I know. So it, it made sense within his wheelhouse. yeah, I definitely didn't forget that until right now. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's talk about the uh so the the I guess the inciting event uh inciting incident would be, oh, we're gonna send you to these camps, and they're like, we don't wanna. And so they see weirdo washed up. Potentially dangerous man. They know nothing about him, but they go to his like rando trailer guy. Rando trailer in the park, and uh, and boy boy uh, knocks on the door, and he's like, "Hey, let me in. I'm a boy." And Christopher Lloyd is like, "Uh, "Yeah, come into my trailer, little boy, because a man is coming over." (laughs) (laughs) Which was played by M Emmett Walsh. Now throw sheets all over this lab equipment. So that he doesn't know I'm making me- candy, <laughs> <laughs> meth candy. That's right. It's that's meta that's candy. right. <laughs> me- me- I have a methodical approach to candy making. I guess you could say I'm making homemade <laughs> Vicks vapor meth. Uh, and so, Emmett Walsh is like, "Hey, I'm a collections guy. I'm here for a car," and then he leaves. And then the kids blackmail him, gay run a camp for us we'll give you a thousand dollars um those kids have uh, they say they had three thousand dollars right i don't know but they all the kids gave them the money that their parents gave them to go to camp so their parents were just like how much is camp all right here's the cash i totally trust you here's the cash uh and oh wait he does tell them no no no, he has it because he asked all the parents he says it's cash that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he has it. Well, all the little after, no, boy boy uh, pulls out his wallet. That's later. And then he's got like, uh, it's just filled to the brim with hundreds. Yeah. That's later when all the kids are like, give me my camp money back. Like, what are you going to do with it here? And do you remember where uh, they were demanding this cash? They were demanding it when they found a car in the middle of the night. It was a rust bucket, as they call it. Uh, I mean, not as they call it, but as as you would call it back then. Uh, a, a found car <laughs> it was Yeah, I it was clearly <laughs> a total destroyed car and throughout the movie uh hunk boy hot stuff is like i'm gonna fix this car baby and oh yeah you see him. he's working on a carburetor in one scene and at the end of the movie, it's just a pristine, fresh-from-the-factory new, like, nineteen car. fifties. <laughs> it looked like Chevy or 1960s yeah. Chevy. It was Chevy. Yeah, Chevy Bel Air or something. And it was baby blue. It's like, wait a minute. Wh- he where also was- painted it? <laughs> yeah, where was the scene where he painted it, reupholstered it, and got new uh, parts? Well, it was during the montage <laughs> <laughs> where they were yeah. fixing up the camp for parents' day. Yeah, he was selfish. He was fixing up the car. Yeah. Um, Ew, and when Burgess Meredith is talking about like how in the 60s uh, a lot of sex and drugs oh and rock God. and roll, uh, which is like, oh, you know, there's kids around here. But then uh, Christopher Lloyd makes a comment that's like, oh, yeah, this place does look familiar. And yes. then she goes, ew, ew, you like you had sloppy seconds of sex after Burgess Meredith right here. And he goes, well, not right here. And then he takes a step to the right, and then he looks at the kids, and he may as well be like, wink, Yeah, right here, you idiots. Yeah, he's like, no, no, I didn't get sloppy seconds. We spit-roasted chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and we were snorting coke off of her back during, too. But it was okay, because it was the 60s. We were all about peace, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, getting a piece of this. <laughs> if you're all about peace, man, you could like totally have your way with uh, Yeah, he made a bunch of references to like... Yeah, I used to do a bunch of drugs and fuck a bunch. <laughs> you know what I mean, kids? You get the <laughs> tongue You Know what I'm saying? He's like elbowing them until they get bruises. <laughs> know. <Like>, <laughs> and speaking yeah, of the kids go to bed, he's still just moving <laughs> his elbow. I'm trying to sleep. Uh, speaking of uh, bodily injuries to children, uh, boy, boy gets a burn, burn. <laughs> he gets, to, he has to go to the nurse, and. uh... Christopher Lloyd, uh, he takes him and then meets uh, Lady Nurse, and this is their meet-cute. And I will say yeah, but that she's not a nurse. They didn't like hire a nurse for their secret camp. No, 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 no. It's off-site uh, in her home, and they glossed the shit over <laughs> yeah, that. Just it's like, just like, hey, oh, we're- you're a nurse. <laughs> yeah, right? here we are in someone's house because she's a nurse. <laughs> And she has all the supplies that she's a you know work from the home. She opened up her own shop, her own hospital, (laughs) her own nursery. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and I'll say the meat cute of them was far superior than the one in heavyweights between pal Pat Pat and Gal Pat Sajak and Vanna White (laughs) Vanna Red because she was redhead. Oh my god, they were both redheads. Um. So yeah, meat cute. Yep. And then they're like, well, I'll see you next Tuesday." And then they, uh, oh, you're going to be our nurse. right? calling secret- her. He <laughs> was calling her a cunt. I'll see you next Tuesday. Oh okay. dang. Um, oh man, that's why it's Hollywood pictures and not Disney. Yeah. <laughs> he would have yeah, said, oh, "That's why." Yeah, <laughs> it should have been Monday if it were Disney, but Tuesday if it's uh, anyway. Um, the, they go back to the camp and uh they continue being uh horrible children, and um, it starts raining one day, and the kids are suddenly, we, they've had it. <laughs> oh, not the rain. Fuck this idea. Fuck you, Mud. Fuck having fun. I'm ready to go home and eat crow and be grounded for the remainder of the summer just because it's fucking raining. They're like, fuck you, Mud, at the ground. And they're like, oh, also you too, Mud the Kid, who goes by Mud in this movie for some reason. Mud the Kid, like yeah, he's like, a wrestler. They... they all the kids at the beginning at his high school, because this is also a first they're in school and then they break for summer movie. Oh, yeah. the, the Clearly camp- a remake of Heavyweights, but they used other camps. That came out the year before Heavyweights, yeah. Uh, yeah, boy, boy, the, the bully bullies are like, hey, dog breath. Hey, whatever, stinky pants or whatever. Hey, egg Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, pimple butt, or whatever. And then, hey, t-shirt. So, then... <laughs> <laughs> so when the kids are like, hey, mud, I'm like, oh, that's just another insult. But then they keep calling him that. And I'm like, oh, his parents call him that, too. That's his name. What is it short for? <laughs> well, you know how uh, mad... Is short for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Well, this is Mothers Underneath Drunk Driving. Like, we like fucking guys that drive drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, yeah, that's a playful little dig at mothers who don't like it. <laughs> against it. Well, because his first name is uh, Mudworthington. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mudworthington Dirtless. That's right. <laughs> sounds like the name of a worm Um, Mm. maybe we can discover a new worm and we'll name it that um not a new kind of worm we can just find like a worm and well we can segment that conversation (laughs) then it'll just become two new segments exactly (laughs) two new conversations Sorry, Mudley is, is hanging out and people are like, I don't like this mud and I don't like you mud either. We're going home because of one day of rain. And then uh, Dennis Brown uh, comes out and he's like, oh, you children just have to play in the rain. And then that solves everyone's. Yeah, it solves they're it like, oh, we didn't think about that. <laughs> we didn't think about playing in the rain. Yeah, we were just a bunch of bitches <laughs> that were afraid of melting. <laughs> that, had, that spent thousands of dollars worth of Nerf guns and guitars and <laughs> yeah. shit. Uh-oh, Jono. Turns out, all the parents want to come to see how their kids are doing at camp. Oh, no. We had not considered this extremely likely scenario. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're kids, you know. That's true. And, um, kids are so stupid. <laughs> Well, you know who else was kind of stupid was uh, Thomas Wilson. That's right. It's It's a Back to the Future reunion because uh, Biff Tannen. Tanner? Tanner. Biff Training. Tanning. Tannen. The wine connoisseur. He's the cop of the town, and he's like, because Biff barely graduated high school, so he becomes a cop. (laughs) That sounds about right. He goes, hey, Mudhead, what are you doing in this camp? Um, I you know what uh, the chemistry, um, between Mudworth and uh Dinman, Doc Boy, Doc Man, <laughs> Doc Man and Mudman, the chemistry between them was really fun, and like them kind of improvising the relationship was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, their uh, kind of buddying was was so funny, like when yeah. the cop was like uh, interrogating them, you know, with his uh, with his hot lamp and his. <laughs> And Tom Wilson was good in this too. He he was good. No, yeah, he's always good. Yeah, I, I love yeah, when he pops up. He pops up in yeah. uh, uh, in movies. Yep, and uh, <laughs> mostly. Now there was a movie he popped up in. He pops recently. up sometimes at coffee shops <laughs> or diners or out of Jack in the Boxes. If you you know yeah, do the song, he'll be like, "What do you want, buddy?" <laughs> Like you know, you're you're very rude. He's like, well, then why don't you make like a tree? <laughs> Get out of here! I just wanted a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want a cup of coffee? He grabs the pot and like smashes it over her head, oh, and then uh, and then Sean Penn is like, "Way to go, Spicoli, or whatever." <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa! Incepted your movie. Wait a mind. minute! Isn't Sean Penn? Sp- Wait, no, doesn't he play Spicoli? It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's playing himself, <laughs> and he's talking to a younger version of him. Don't beat Madonna. All right. Uh, it already happened at that point. That's right. He was dating Madonna when he was a teenager. <clears throat> so parents so <laughs> parents day. Um,
1: yeah, have, that,
0: that wouldn't have happened. They have to make the camp all the <laughs> camps. They have to make it a uh, scary Vietnam camp. Yeah. They have to make it computer geek camp that's yeah. run by the government saving the country yeah they have to make it acting camp where they advertise that they're doing miss saigon but they're actually doing uh hey listen i don't ha- i don't like to be a stage critic but the worst production of annie i've ever seen <laughs> yeah you know the luckily all off the costumes hey, were trash the kids or the parents were lucky they saw the ending <laughs> okay they didn't have to suffer the bar didn't have a single small batch bourbon no it was awful and you know uh, the best thing I could say about it was the intermission. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was that was, so, that was so bitchy. I love it. Let's publish oh, yeah. it. I'm a regular uh, Christ gal, whatever his name is. Anyway, um, Leonard Moulton. Uh, now, these kids, you know, bless their heart, they tried, okay? And uh, oh, Jonathan Franks. Remember him? Franks. Jonathan, Frakes. Jonathan yeah, Franks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then His brief he, he, was cameo- he looks at the, the camera and he goes, is this camp fact or fiction? <laughs> take a look again. <laughs> take a look again. <laughs> Have another look. And then he looks at the camera and goes, nope, we made it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oh, I could he's think like, every time. He's <laughs> like, take another look, and it shows like, a slow motion of the banner and it like as it folds over and there's another camp name. Did you catch it? Let's watch it again. Oh my god. <laughs> and it turns out this movie it wasn't actually a movie, all this lead up was just the intro to an episode of beyond belief actor fiction. Take another look. You know, some movies are made to entertain and some are made to fool you. It's just like that in our first story. <laughs> Camp or not a camp? (laughs) You decide. (laughs) Camp nowhere or camp somewhere? I'll check you later. (laughs) No, it was a complete fabrication. Oh my God, I'm all of a sudden blanking on her name. Jessica Alba was in this movie. Yeah, I remember uh, when I googled... uh, you know the movie to to get a gauge on it and see the trailer or whatever I saw like stuff that like, oh Jessica Alba it's her first movie appearance mm-hmm. I completely forgot uh, and then I watched the movie and then I googled Camp Nowhere again to like look at the <laughs> cast because I was like right. oh you know what was that kid from he looks familiar and I saw Jessica Alba again and I was like wait she was in that movie I don't remember did she have any lines and then Jonathan Frakes was like take another look <laughs> And then he shows a screenshot and it's like, "Hey, that's from Dark Angel." <laughs> uh, oh, wait, was she in that? No, Idle Hands. <laughs> she was in Idle Hands. hands. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. I didn't uh, notice she was in this movie. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention this in Heavyweights. Judd Apatow was in it, but I could not find him. I looked for him the whole time. I think oh, Was he? I think he's credited. I think his scene got cut. Maybe it was uh, before, or after he had a beard or something. I was saying before, after he had a beer. <laughs> yeah, he has a beer. And a <laughs> well, that's how we recognize him. It's because he has a beer. <laughs> most uh, most comedians have beers. That's a, that's a fact. Look that up. It's on uh, ComedianFacts.com. <laughs> and then, of course, as in most great heist movies like Camp Nowhere, everything goes terribly wrong when the parents show up and the parents uh, the collections guy and the cop. And the jig is up. They find all the dummies that they made look like people, and all the computer. Projects—it's so comical. He's just like, oh, I'm falling for ninety minutes and, and pulling apart everything. You know how when you slip, you grab the curtain and it pulls down, and then you reach over and grab your dishwasher, and then open the door, and then reach back and grab a bottle on the shelf and knock it over, and then reach back and grab a, a loaf of bread and drop it on the ground. You know what I'd like to? You know what I'd like to? Uh, I'd like to imagine is that. When it got to this part, because like they'd like, you know, built it up so much and they were like, oh, you know, you see the montage of them building it and then executing it. Uh, I think when uh, in the storyboarding or in the, or even up to when they were about to direct, they were like, this is my idea guys this is the director because I, I watched it with the commentary the director's cut um <laughs> he was like god what a nightmare he was That's like so um, he was like this is gonna be so cool it's gonna be a Rube Goldberg moment where the guy like he you know he, he trips over the thing and then the, the sandbag comes down the sandbag does this and and then the bodies come down and then oh look it made the lights come on and then the curtains come in it's like oh my god and then when they were there they were like w- we didn't set it up we, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of money, and we also, this is the last day of shooting. What do we do? Well, okay, just just pull it all down. <laughs> just, just, just yank it all down. And then Emmett Walsh is like, how do you want me to do it? Like, I'm, I'm intentionally doing it? He's like, no, nah, like, you're kind of falling. <laughs> but, like, you keep falling. Just pretend you're a crippled monkey that we keep tickling. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I've been to the Jeff Goldblum acting school, so I know exactly what you want. Mm, say no more. Got it. Wow, it's actually my specialties. Holding up his resume, you bring your resume to every day of shooting. We've already, you never know. We've already hired you. You never know who you're going to network with. Yeah, I might get a job uh, working with uh, Christopher Lloyd, guys. I'm already old, and it's only the nineties. <laughs> And I will continue to be in movies for another 30 years. I'll even be in an episode of Frasier. That's right, he's in an episode of Frasier. Who was he in Frasier? Was he his dad? He was his dad's boss in one episode. He was actually his dad's dad. Dad, dad, dad. Granddad. Granddad. Um, So anyway, they go to the Apache... uh, That's right. These movies should have comb- They should have met each other at the Apache Relay. Well, that's the thing is that uh, <laughs> Camp Nowhere came first, so it told you know, so what should have happened is if uh, if Kevin Feige was around <laughs> during this time, he would have taken Camp Nowhere and went, "Ooh, this is the Camp Nowhere universe. We're gonna have heavyweights, which is the fat camp portion, and then we're gonna have the computer camp movie. <gasps> there is a computer camp movie. It's called Computer Beach. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> yes." It's a. It's basically. Well, they're older. It's basically a sex comedy with uh like Revenge of the Nerds, but on a beach. Oh my God, John! you just blew the case <laughs> wide open. The military school is major pain. Oh my God! <laughs> what? Wait, there's one more. Uh, what was it? Drama school. Drama school. Oh, that's uh. W- Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they kiss. Gross. All the kids. All the kids all the kids start kissing. Christopher Lloyd. All the kids start kissing Christopher Lloyd. You did it, weirdo. You did it, did it, cheese man. You dirt it. You dirt it, cheese man. Cheese man. We should have been calling him cheese man the whole time. So, at one point, the kids sneak off the camp in a in a car with Christopher Lloyd in his gremlin with Cheese man the cheese, yeah they go with Cheese Man <laughs> to the beer place, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, yes, we'll have uh you know." 15 beers, please, or yeah. however many. Let's, yeah, let, let's stock up this entire grocery cart with cases of beer. You know, pushing their luck a little bit. They're 13. <laughs> like, they don't need to be, you know, I'm not a prude. Like, hey, you know, you're a teenager, you're like 16, 17, you have a beer. Like, I, you know, that's wink, wink, you know, but yeah, sure, yeah. you don't need to be stocking up on what looked like expensive imported beer <laughs> when you're 13 and be like, uh, oh, only Hoff and Bryson for me <laughs> well it's okay for a minor to drink beer if they've got a uh, a parent or legal cheese man <laughs> <laughs> that's true and that's he true. was you know a stone's throw away reading man magazine that's right and uh, the kid had a fake id and couldn't Figure out how many, it couldn't figure out math, uh, how old he was supposed to be from his fake ID, which anyone knows with a fake ID, have that shit locked down, know your address, know the age, know the year, know the month. Well, the he, day. again, he's a kid. It's like Christmas magic with Violet Knight. Any stupid thing these kids do, it's like, well, they're a, Chris, they're a kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like the exchange though, because, oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he asks if he's, he says, hey, you gotta be 19. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, first off, what state? What what country are they in? Right, because it's a national law. I mean, but, to but, be but do we 18, know that? I think. Do we know that for sure? That in nineteen ninety, what if this was a period film? What if this took place in the time when that seventeen sixty two? Oh no, then, that wait, we weren't in a country yet. Yeah, we weren't a country yet, bro. So you could. So yeah. if this could technically take place. Right back then, they're like, oh, I forgot, ye old ID. <laughs> <laughs> To buy my cider. They still had accents. And he would say, you know, he wouldn't say, I'm buying it for my father. He'd say, I'm buying it for the church. <laughs> I'm buying it for my 17-year-old father. He's nearly dead from my old age. <laughs> <laughs> he says uh, 19, and then he says, uh, you know, what year were you born? He says, uh, you're, what was he, 31. Oh, yeah. He goes, what year were you born? He says, 1984. Like, well, how old are you? He goes, 21. He goes, No, that would make you 31. And then he says, No, he goes, But you, because you were born in 1984, and then, uh, or 74. Well, not 1984, but yeah, what, yeah, yeah, whatever you know what I mean, whatever but, year it was, yeah. But then, uh, Trey, Trey girl is like, No, he's 21, which means he was born in 19 or whatever. Like, right, they're like arguing incorrect math, yeah. Like, I love <laughs> that it was that like there. it was a double incorrect, like, they kept, yeah trumping their own like incorrectness I thought that yeah. was kind of funny um and then of course cheese man is like yeah I'm the dad boy I just love drinking beer it's <laughs> my favorite thing to like you don't have to explain why you're buying three well, six see, packs of beer well I thought I thought there was going to be kind of a uh teaching a lesson moment there and I thought he when was he starts beating the kids well, well, with the bottles right yeah <laughs> How do you how do you think the beer likes it? <laughs> no, I thought he was like kind of like oh you're using me oh sure I love beer I'm gonna buy all this mm. beer and then when they were taking the beer out of the store he was just gonna be like oh yes I bought this beer it is for me you know like yeah. and he's like don't you know and and kind of like a little like lesson learning but no kids aren't supposed to learn lessons now if you think I'm mad at you now. Don't you try talking back to me after I've had all eighteen of these beers? (laughs) Because if you've never known what a red (laughs) butt looks like, (laughs) you're gonna see it, young man. You'll have a real talk about breadstick safety then. Oh yeah, because he does a breadstick safety thing. Oh yeah, uh, when he's cheese man, when he's cheesing, (laughs) straight cheesing. (laughs) straight cheese. I'm gonna give you the straight cheese. I want a politician to start (laughs) uh, start a speech that way. I want like you know whatever Senator Huff and Puff to come up to the Senator m- Krim. Mike <laughs> Senator Krim to be like, folks, listen, I'm here. I'm not like my opponent. I'm not going to give you any crazy charcuterie. I'm here to give you just the straight cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, his uh, reputation would blow up. It'd be all like you know. It, it would be. It's so quotable. It's like he's giving you the straight cheese. And then, unfortunately, Governor Shirtfire, his opponent, would be like, now, my opponent, Senator Krim, says he's giving you the straight cheese, but unfortunately, it's Swiss, because it's full of holes. Oh! Oh, wow, that's way cleverer than what I was going to say. <laughs> I would love it if politicians just debated using cheese puns, and you had to pick based on who had the best oh, yeah. cheese buns. Because, like, you can see it, like, in a debate, like, you know, uh, Krim is like, oh, this and that. And then Governor Shirtfire is like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you vote for my opponent, I simply bear it. <laughs> my opponent, ladies and gentlemen, is a real monster. <laughs> I must say, that was a pretty sharp r- remark, Cheddar. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're blue cheesing it all over my (laughs) Wisconsin curds. Listen, after I've been in office for one year, you'll say, he's the goat, like greatest of all time, but also cheese. (laughs) Look, I'm just a simple white cheddar from (laughs) Governor Town. (laughs) I may have only been aged for 64 (laughs) years, but... I'm not as smelly as my opponent because he's going to Humboldt fog your mind (laughs) with lies. Now, let me just break in by saying (laughs) Boy, you're really grating on my nerves. (laughs) Let me introduce to you my Parmesan, Johnny. Wait, what is the pun? Are you literally just introducing me to a wheel of Parmesan? Yes. I know, his par- his son, my par My Parmesan? My opponent's very palmful to your health. There, I fixed it. Uh, oh, well, that sure melted at the end, right, guys? I thought I tried to hey, sneak wow. one in there. It was not to be. <laughs> it was not your time. <laughs> so cheese, man. W- 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 they got the beer. So what we were talking about. In the end, he got the gal. He got the car of his dreams, <laughs> which was the kids. <laughs> he worked all summer on it. Well, I, well, you worked all summer on this car and i committed <laughs> many crimes so thanks for the car game. so many crimes what's I'm, one what's grand Theft auto you know i'm glad i'm glad that uh, they actually said it uh, biff copman says like you know oh, i can't believe no one's pressing charges okay that's fine it's like okay that explains why he's not going to jail because of that but he still broke a lot of crimes. Yeah, he broke a were lot like, of crimes. Okay, you're still we still need to hold you for questioning. Yeah. <laughs> we still at least need to talk about this a little longer. Yeah, we need to interrogate every child, inspect them for touches, you know, because uh, you know, a cop, they're going to sniff those touches out if, if <laughs> my god. If he has the scent of of touch. He's going to be like, all right, cheese man, it's time for you to go to cheese jam. They'll never find me. All my touches smell just like melted American cheese. And as you know, the fat camp portion of the the (laughs) camp, (laughs) the cheese heads. And as Christopher Lloyd is flying away, he looks at the camera and says, we're always watching. (laughs) He's just flying away with his angel wings because he's from the outfield. Yeah, that's right. I get the reference. Yep. No, I know. It was just poorly constructed <laughs> <laughs> on my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no, no one was watching shit, dog. Oh, wait. He was watching for smells. Or no. He <laughs> what was... <laughs> the fuck is happening? <laughs> Lloyd, How do you watch for smells? <laughs> now keep your eye out for smells. Well, you know, like when there's a pie cooling and a... Uh, on, on a on a shelf, <laughs> and, and you see and, it with your mouth. Well, you see the the smoke fume, the the, the pie, smoke, <laughs> the pie fumes, <laughs> the pie. and then the pie fumes like you know uh, turn into a uh, a hand, and it like grabs you by the <laughs> nose, and it like caresses your cheeks.
1: You know, like they do in cartoons. Yeah, I've done mushrooms
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tom just wanted that pie, and Jerry was not having it. <laughs> So anyway, Fat Camp. Or, hey, that was uh, backwards. No, Tom is the cat. Yeah. Yeah, Tom wanted that pie and Jerry wasn't having it. This is my mom's pie or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no! Because Tom is a stray cat and Jerry lives in the house and he wants the pie for himself. <laughs> <laughs> the pie is for Jerry. <laughs> he lives in the house. What do you why am I God, not kidding? I wish the animals that lived in our studio apartment studio would make pies and have comical Jerry didn't exchanges. make it. It was made for him. <laughs> no wonder they have a rodent problem. They keep giving them pies. Well, in cartoons, you know, rats are not as like infested with diseases. He's a mouse, not a rat. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. <laughs> I'm sure if Jerry were here, or, or alive... He would be like... Oh, oh, yeah, animals die sooner than us. Well, yeah. I mean, he lived a good life, though. He was very old. <laughs> and eaten. Ooh, do they send old people to old camp to teach them to be less old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called the Benjamin Button Camp. <laughs> now, I'm Tony Perkis. Now, you all you old fucks button your lips... <laughs> Cause you already gave me your Benjamins. <laughs> All right, Jono, Well, we have kind of talked about both of these movies. Well, I think we talked about them <laughs> quite in depth. I uh, yeah. Compared to our usual stick, it, uh, it was very on on message. Very on brand for camp. <clears throat> or wait, no, it, it, it on brand for camps. Brand camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is brand camp like you know? Oh, you know. Uh, all the brands go to like craft and no, it's where you learn how to mark cattle with a hot iron prod. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there were cows in heavyweights. Oh That's from God. the brand camp. It's from brand camp. Just it was next all makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think, John? It's time to pick a winner. What's your pick? Oh man, I wasn't really thinking about it. I was just thinking about <laughs> <laughs> cheese puns the whole time. <laughs> My pick for the winner of the Gold Cheese Crackers Award (sighs) Apache Mm. Trophy Person Time Cheese Um, goes to uh, the cheese man himself. Camp Nowhere! Oh, shit. That's right. I pulled a double dare on all you fuckers listening (laughs) at (laughs) home. Yeah, that's right. Our adversaries, <laughs> the lovely spectators. You thought I was going to say heavyweights because I mentioned Apache. Well, that makes you racist because I mentioned references to both movies. <laughs> I think I did. Came okay. nowhere. That's that's my pick. So heavyweights didn't leave you fat and happy, huh? <laughs> no, it was uh, it was a little past its prime. Well, unfortunately, Cheese Man. Took me nowhere, because ah! my pick is Heavyweights. Ah! <laughs> heavyweights has got some nostalgia for me, and I, I did enjoy Camp Nowhere, and it was close, but in the end, the charm of the kids in Heavyweights just won me over. What are you trying to say? There's no charm in the uh, cast of Camp Nowhere? Yeah, that's right. So you're calling it a cast Nowhere? That's right. <laughs> no, they were they were charming. I just, I don't know. I connected more with the, with the kids in Heavyweights. Yeah, well, they disgusted me. <laughs> Well, you heard it here, folks. It's a stalemate. That's right. Which, uh, I can't remember the last time uh, you didn't pick the one I picked. (laughs) Yeah. I could have faked and just been like, oh, yeah, that was my pick, too. We have a winner. But you know what? This show's about reality. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the last time one of us was wrong. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do. It was right now. It was me. It was was definitely one of us. Um, No, but, uh, you know, hey, if you lovely spectators remember which one it was... Why don't you shoot us an email at battles at filmfightspodcast.com? Connect with us on our Instagram and our Facebook page at Film Fights Podcast. Make sure you know you're rating and subscribing, but, hey, if you think... uh, if you correctly think that Jono was wrong, let us know. If you incorrectly think that I was wrong, you can keep your opinion to yourself. Or I don't know who you think you are that you could guide our show, but but please reach out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you for uh, tuning in on another exciting battle that uh, you know didn't really it kind of like stood its ground. It was basically like uh, I-, I would compare the movies we pitted against each other. To like the actual battle of the 300. Um, yeah, it was kind of like uh, when my body goes up against a bunch of cheese, <laughs> it just gets all locked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Tony Perkins was locked up in heavyweight. See, oh, oh my god. god! Yes, and he was prodded with electricity mm. and uh, candy. <laughs> he was prodded with cake. He tricked that kid so easily. Bye. Everybody knows you ain't got dinner without meat in your noodles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, time to... S- wait, honey. Uh, hey, daughter, it's time to set the table. <laughs> but, Dad, I only see noodles. Where's the meat? <sighs> I'll be right back. Because <laughs> the store. Gets in an accident. Dies. <laughs> Boom. It's actually a life insurance commercial. <laughs> God. So why did it need to be a daughter? (laughs) Why did there need to be meat in the noodles?